Hi, I'm Sandra, the creator at Sing, Play, Create, and this is Sing, Play, Create Teaching Tips, where I'm sharing ideas for the elementary music classroom. Today, I'm sharing activities you can do with rhythm. Let's get our kids learning rhythm with these fun activities. Let's get started. Most likely, we've already gone through the stay beat and practiced that with our kiddos, so I'm just talking about how we're going to introduce rhythms to them now. But... To do that, I actually begin with steady beat. So I'm going to sing a song, and then I'm going to have them play the steady beat. Rain, rain, go away, come again another day. And I'll just keep repeating the song and having them pat the beat as I either walk around the circle and sing or sing from the piano, but I'm getting their hands playing that steady beat. Next, I can do a couple of different things. One idea is to bring up an icon chart that has the beats on it. And then I will have uh, them listen to me sing while I point to the chart. Rain, rain, go away, come again another day. And I'll show them that I'm pointing to these pictures to show them that's the beat. Then I'll ask them to play along with me while I sing the song. So I'll have them follow along my finger while I sing, and then they're playing the beat. Rain, rain, go away, come again another day. So now we're really good with the steady beat, and it's time to move on to the rhythm. One fun idea is to take a scarf and play the rhythm with the scarf. I'll have everyone playing the beat, and I'm going to play the rhythm with the scarf. Rain, rain, go away, come again another day. Rain, rain, go away, come again another day. And then I can give everybody a scarf, and I can have them play it with me. If I'm going to use a scarf to do that, then I'm going to do some call and response or echo playing. So I would go, rain, rain, go away, and have them echo, and do each line. Come again, I might even break that down a little bit. Come again, another day, another day. So you could use a scarf instead of just clapping the rhythm to change up your game a little bit. It also gives them a scarf. And then you can have them play the song with their scarf, the rhythm. And then what I like to do is I'll get a drum and I'll play the beat on the drum and have them play the rhythm on their scarves. One thing I do like about this is it's pretty quiet. They're not playing rhythm sticks, so it's very quiet. Next, you can take out the singing like I just did. And you could take out the singing and have them just play the scarf with the rhythm. That's going to help their inner hearing. So it's going to be. And that's really fun for them to do. I have found that it helps if I have them not looking at any pictures. So sometimes I'll have everybody turn around and look at the back of the room or the side of the room. And also, uh, also some of the kids, they even might want to close their eyes. That way they're not looking at the pictures. They're just using what's up here. 
So the kids actually like it. So for this song in particular, you turn the lights off and say it's getting cold and the storm clouds are coming in and it's starting to rain. And we're going to play the rhythm with our scarf. One, two, here we go. And they close their eyes. I'll say, close your eyes. One, two, here we go. And that just feels so nice in the classroom. So then they've had an experience of playing and saying and thinking the rhythms. We're decoding rhythms. And of course we can do the traditional way of having our charts with the icons. And then the next picture is going to show our rhythms on it. And we're going to go through and decode those rhythms. We're going to talk about how many sounds do you hear on this beat? That question, it's a really important question, but it becomes more important when we have put in our bricks for the foundation of playing that beat with those pictures at the beginning of the lesson or in the lesson. So if we're going to pull out a chart, we want to give them experience looking at the beats and then playing those beats. And then we could talk about the sounds and the beats. So then we can go through and do that. That's a pretty traditional way to do it. I always like to throw in a create experience after we've done this. So let's say we're using rain, rain, go away. And we've got quarter notes and eighth notes, ta and tt. So then I will have my flashcards of ta and tt. Uh, have them work on putting those into patterns. Even try to arrange them the right way for the song either through a Google Slides activity or uh, flashcards on the floor or on the board. So if doing a create where they can apply the knowledge that they learned, then that's a really great way to tidy up that learning experience. I'm talking about ways to help students decode rhythms. One thing that I came up with is using video play along activities and Sinclair Create has a lot of rhythm play along activities. I'll be using one of them in this video today to show you how to use it. You know, it's easy. We could just hit play and have them play along, but I like to really break it down. So I'll go through the steps of teaching just like I did with the scarf. And we're going to look first on the video and we're going to see, oh, which are the pictures? Where are the pictures that tell us the beat? How many beats are there in each picture? And then we'll talk about the pictures. So I could use the presentation for this or just pause the video on the section I want to talk about. So then I'll have them look at the beats and then I'll say, well, how many sounds are on each beat? What's the, how do we say that pattern? And I'll have them say ta or titi, whatever the rhythms are in that, in the video play along. And then I can have them say the rhythms. I can have them say the sounds of the words. So there's four or five different ways to just even get going using this video before we push play and they're playing a lot. So we're going to go through the beat. Then we're going to talk about ta and titi. Then we're going to talk about the words and to change up the activity and make it fun. So we're not just talking. We're going to have them play with each other. So. We've identified the beat, so I'm going to give everybody the beat is either going to pat or I'm going to give them a drum. And then if they're playing the rhythm, I'm going to either have them clap or give them some rhythm sticks. So this is one way we can change up the activity. The first time I do it, I'm going to have them pat 
and cleft to get the idea of playing it. And I'm not gonna just start the video. I'm gonna go through each section first. I might use the presentation instead to do this, but if I don't wanna change uh, you know, the materials in the middle lesson, just put the video up and I'm gonna play the rhythms with the padding and the clapping of the rhythms. And I do like my students to say and play it. So I'll have them say it out loud. I might even have them go one, two, three, four, or tug, 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 or pat, pat, pat on the beat. They're saying it. And the other group is going to clap the rhythms. And I'm going to really work hard of having them playing together. Once we've gone through all those activities, then I can put the play along on and they're going to be able to play that video without my help. I'll be able to walk around the classroom and help students who have maybe don't get it yet or need some extra help feeling the beat or the video might be too fast for them. And so I'll just help them along and that will give me hands-free opportunity to help my students. So it's a great uh, teaching tool to have a video in your classroom that gives you the opportunity to really get in and work with your students while everybody is busy doing something. After they've had some time to practice with the video and can play all the patterns, it's time to do the create part of our unit. And of course, these activities are spread out over several lessons. So I'm gonna have either the Google Slides that come with the product, or I'm gonna have my own flashcards or my own presentation where they can drag and drop digital images in. And I'm gonna have them take turns coming up and creating a four beat pattern. Now, when I first started, I didn't have a lot of materials. So I just had basic flashcards, quarter notes, eighth notes on cards that I'd got laminated. And then I just drew four lines on the board like this. And I said, we're going to fill in the four beats and then we're all going to play the rhythm. So then I would have the student fill in the beats and then I would have them play the rhythm and then have the class be their echo. And that's a way to introduce that activity, get them started with helping each other to play the rhythms and also filling in the four beats. After we do that activity, then we can take those skills and turn them into a game. So it would be very easy now to divide the class into two groups and you can have two sections on your board with four lines for the four beats on each side. And then we're going to have each team take turns going up and putting their four rhythms in and echo playing with each other. And that may, you know, it sounds easy, but kids love games and you can keep score if you want to. I, I like to keep score. We play games and an easy reward that I did was whoever wins the game and gets the most rhythms played correctly, they get to take a victory jog around the classroom. Or sometimes if we were playing instruments, I would let them play their instruments. So they can take a victory jog around and the other team claps and says, yeah, woohoo, they won. We have so much fun playing a game. So that's a simple game you can use to help your students practice decoding rhythms and saying and playing, working together, making music together. Another way to play that game where we have two teams and we've drawn some lines on the board and we have our flashcards ready is to have a bucket of instruments at front two. So whoever comes up to, to put the rhythm together, they get to choose their own instrument and play it for everybody. And they'll 
either copy it back clapping or you could have everybody have uh, rhythm sticks and the stuff special instruments up front you know like little finger cymbals or a gyro something different that they could play the rhythm on and that always just adds a little bit more fun to the activity so we have them um, saying and playing rhythms echo playing they're also using the classroom instruments they're doing teamwork and it really is a fun activity for everybody and they get to learn rhythms doing it so the games that i'm sharing uh, so far pretty much go through the kindergarten through second grade age level but you can take these games and twist them up just a little bit so they can go for your third and fourth graders possibly fifth grade it just depends on your students so one thing you can do is you can have your two teams and you can have the buckets of the bucket of instruments up front have everybody have an instrument except this time when team a is playing their rhythm team b is going to play the steady beat bong 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 they're gonna have them practice the way you do in your classroom i just did the one two ready play beat 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 and rhythm ta ta ti ti ta and then i had them do it two to four times so it actually gives them some time to really get into it so it would be counting in one two ready play the beat plays for four beats one two rhythm go that kind of thing so then they're playing together the reason i like this game is because it really helps them get prepared to play in an ensemble and play different instruments together and to listen to each other it turns into not so much a competition but a cooperation activity where they're helping each other play in this setting i wouldn't keep score i would just really be encouraging them to make music together and see how well they could do as a class if you have a class reward you could give it out i used to use stickers on their charts and things like that and you could give them a positive motivation to work really hard at playing together and making music together so this would be another way that you could help your students decode rhythms but also create music together which is awesome so what's really great about all of these rhythm activities is you can do them as a whole class and then you can have the students use these activities in stations so you could have a station where students are playing along to the video. You could have a station where students are playing on the Google Slides. You could have a station that has instruments where they're putting the four beats together and they're playing the rhythms together and taking turns in their little group. And then you could have another group that's a challenge group where half of them play the beat and the other half are playing the rhythm and then they could take turns in the group until the timer goes off. So decoding rhythms can be a whole class activity. You're teaching them the skills that you then can use in smaller groups and in stations. Here's another fun rhythm activity you can do with any grade level. What you'll need is some body percussion cards. Clap, pat, snap, stomp, twist, shake, tap your head, tap your toes, snap your fingers. And you can also do this, you can just write it on the board, but it's really more helpful if you have them on cards. Sing Play Create has a lot of body percussion activities. Any of those body percussion activities will have flashcards in it. 
and you can get those, use them, and then make copies for this activity. So then, what you're going to do is have two groups in your class. You're going to have group one is going to play the beat, and I like to have the two groups because I want my students to feel the difference and feel what's going on, hear, seeing, feeling with the beat versus the rhythm and beat with the rhythms together. So I'll have group one is going to play the beat, and they're going to pat the beat, and I usually have them sit on the floor. And just pat the beat, and I'll play a drum. And then group two is going to do the body actions, and I'll just use my regular rhythm flashcards for whatever level you're working on. And then we're going to choose an action for each rhythm. So we might stomp on quarter notes, snap on eighth notes. So then whatever the rhythm pattern is. Group two is going to play the rhythm, stomping and snapping those rhythms. And I let them do a couple at a time because they're getting used to it. And then you can switch and have the, them switch to beat for group two and rhythm for group one. It's a really, really fun activity. The kids will like it. You can use it as part of a lesson, but it's also great if you have your rhythm cards and your body percussion cards. And you've taught the kids how to play this game, then you could put this in your sub tub. You could have a set in your sub tub, and the, and if you've taught the kids how to play, then they're going to be able to do this any time, and they really like it. You can break it into small groups. Again, use this in a station. You can also make teams and have a competition. You can do it individuals to assess their rhythm ability if they can read and then show, and you can give them a choice. You can have them say the rhythms like ta ti ti. Or you can just have them do it. Lots of fun ways that you can use this one simple activity: some body percussion cards and some rhythm cards. And Sing Play Create has all these things available in their TPT store. Here's a really fun rhythm game that you can use with a simple set of rhythm cards. You don't have to do any prep ahead of time. You can do this with your students if you have your rhythm cards ready. You'll want to have those printed.、Uh, I made a set when I first started teaching, so I had them to use in all the different levels. I just had them in a special bag for each level. That way, whenever I need rhythm cards or I want to play some kind of game with rhythm patterns, then I have these cards ready, and I can get them out, and then we can play the game. The easiest way to explain this, I think, is just use some examples. Like so, the, this game is really fun to do, like with a holiday or a theme. So, for example, Halloween. So, what are we going to do? Is we're going to first brainstorm. If you want, you can even use a circle map, like a teacher writing a paragraph or ideas about a topic. That's okay. We're gonna we're gonna connect to literacy when we do that. So I'm gonna draw a big circle, and in the middle, I'm gonna write Halloween. Then I'm gonna put in the rhythms that are appropriate for that class. So if we're talking first grade, I'll have quarter note, eighth note, and、uh, might use the quarter rest. So put those in, and we can use more of each symbol. It doesn't have to be one for each. So then I'll have them give me some words or phrases. So Halloween. T T T O S. We'll have put that together as a phrase. 
And then the rest, we can talk about how it's the ghost being silent or whatever method you use, you can use it for the rest. But then for ta, there's a whole bunch of words, witch, ghost, ghoul, there's pumpkin for TT, you can come up with a whole bunch of words. Now, you can do that all ahead and have it ready, but I also find that working with the students and brainstorming, it's kind of like generating the creative juices in everybody, and it gets them going and excited about it, and it also makes it their own. Instead of me showing them a picture of, or for the quarter note, you have to use which. This way, they've come up with their idea. And they're going to take their ideas and create patterns. So then you can use individual flashcards for this, or you can use a full pattern uh, rhythm card for it. It doesn't matter. It'll work either way. So you could have them put individual rhythms in a four-beat pattern and then use the words from the brainstorming and then say their pattern, witch, ghost, pumpkin, ghost, whatever that is. Now, I like to put them in groups of four, even three is fine, two is fine too, depends on your class, but uh, more than four, I think, gets too complicated for choices and everything. So keep the number small, and then depending on your materials, if you have enough flashcards for a group of four, or if you have enough for your whole class to have their own set, that's great, and then have everybody play their rhythms. The reason I like the small group is because then they can just play it in their group. So you'll just, uh, you could have a timer. You could be funny and say, when the ghost howls, it's time to stop and share your rhythm. So there's lots of fun ways to do that, or you can just have them all work together the whole time. Those are things you have to kind of decide with each of your classes, because honestly, even every third grade class at the same school I might have to tweak this game a little bit depending on who the students are and how they work together. So those are some ideas, but this is an easy game. You just need rhythm cards and you just brainstorm and then you can walk around and help the kids put the rhythms together. You don't need to have any other materials or things out. And then what you can do is you can take this activity and then put it in a station. So you'll just have to write the steps on a piece of paper, put that in the station with the flashcards. You'll need a piece of paper that has the uh, rhythms on it. So maybe take a picture of what the kids create and then later you can make your little PowerPoint and put it in the PowerPoint and then you have it for a station activity. You can also add instruments to it. They'll love that, play it on rhythm sticks. Lots of fun ways to use this activity. It's easy. But it's so effective because it's coming from the kids. It's coming from the students. They're creating it. They're saying it. They're playing it. They're owning it. So fun to play these rhythm games. I hope you got a lot of ideas on how to help your students decode rhythms. Let's keep kids moving and learning with music. (laughs) 